Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Moving Into the Future. Today, we are joined by Millie Ristic again to continue our conversation, part two. If you didn't listen to the first part, I highly suggest you do, uh, because Millie is a leadership and executive coach uh, with a specialty in mindset, and we've had a great conversation about kind of the foundation of uh, mindset and how people can change their mindset and, you know, grow as humans and overcome the various obstacles that they put in their place on their own accord. So Millie, thank you for joining me again. Thank you for having me here again. <laughs> I'm so excited. Just so. <laughs> so excited for, for all your audience. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really good too, because it applies to everybody too. You know, no one, That's we right. all deal with it. And even, even if you don't deal with it, like in my situation, you know, I believe this stuff and it's nice to have it reaffirmed mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know and, and mm -hmm. to talk about it and you can kind of shake your head along with it and saying yeah you know what i am that way and and it works yeah and it works um so yeah we were just having a conversation off air uh about the title of this podcast yes you had I a question yeah. <laughs> that is right i want to ask you why this title because it's very meaningful and it's very powerful moving into the future right and so why? Yeah, so <laughs> the the simple answer answer to that is moving you into the future mm -hmm. is the advanced groups tagline, mm -hmm. and and uh, you know so it's it's in our logo as it stands right now, but as far as the podcast as a whole, it's um like impactfully vague. So in the sense mm -hmm. of we are moving into the future, you know we are and we're doing it together. And the conversations that we have are going to be available in the future. And, you know, that's what I think is really cool about this podcasting and, and video and all this stuff is we're putting it on the Internet and it's going to live there forever. That's, that is true. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, it's fascinating to have these conversations. And, you know, the best part about life sometimes is envisioning the future. And all of the things you can do with it, because it's all in your control. The future—that's mm -hmm. why. That's why mm -hmm. it's so so exciting. You know, that is true. everything in the future is all within your control. You can be or do, do anything, anything you, you want. want. <laughs> right. So, with that in mind, like moving you into the future, you know, or moving into the future, I should say, is um, you know a way. To, to do that and an outlet to come and talk about it. You know, my last guest I had on, um, well, one guest prior, Joe Spisak, he's in e-commerce and, and offers software. And part of our discussion was the future of e-commerce and where it's going. And, you know, sometimes the conversation doesn't always delve into the future necessarily, mm -hmm. but uh, oftentimes it does. And, you know, we talk, whether it's people in my industry too, and we talk about, you know, what we have planned for the future, because that's another thing. You know these relationships are going to exist in the future, God willing. So you know it's fun to kind of envision what our future holds, and that's so what is your what is your vision for this podcast? I mean, you know, I am not very in a hurry with it. It's we've been doing it for a year and a half. Uh, we started it in April of twenty twenty one. Yeah. Had to be because I started at the advanced group in, in, in April of 2020, right when the pandemic hit. 
was working in LA for a while on a big project out there, mm. got back and then Lisa suggested this and I said, great idea. And uh, yeah, we got to start it. So we're about 30 episodes in. I would like this to be huge and massive and like, you know, part of my brand. And I'm again, I'm not in the hurry with it, uh, but I would love to like eventually like just take it to the next level and get sponsors and like do it, you know, big and like, like yeah. have more of like, um, and you know, Samantha's hopefully taking notes um, <laughs> and like, you know, have like a booking agent who's like, you know, like reaching out and like, you know, getting guests. I don't mind doing it. Like I like having my friends on and stuff like that, but like, I would like to have bigger guests, like, you know, whether it's professors or um, whoever, you know, uh, it could people, be a magnitude of people. Could, right. To so, impact. Uh, yeah. And exactly. Motivate also. And yeah. like give different information. And that's to the thing. your audience. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like we've always kept it in the real estate realm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and like the moving realm. Um, and I would like to do that. But like, you know, you're like a, a, a leadership coach, you know, that's mm-hmm. that expands across, you know, all industries. That's right. Um, so, you know, I, you know, we, we can get creative with it. And to dedicate, I dedicate a decent amount of time to it. You know, it's definitely, it's part of my schedule and like, I have to plan for it. Um, but it's, uh, it's at, it's at a good stage for the, for the, the amount of effort I put in. I'm glad what I get out. But you enjoy it. Oh, right? I love it. Well, that's great. the most important. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to touch uh, on something that you said. Okay, they, uh, Lisa suggested a year and a half ago to do the podcast, right? So that is moving into the future, right? right. Having in mind, moving into the future, she decided, okay, let's make a change. Let's do something different. Right. right? And see, because the reason why it all came from that was because people were still, it was the pandemic still. So like there was no events. Right. People were not out and about. And I'm most effective in person. So like I am a people person, right? Mm -hmm. And and we'll we'll talk about this too. Mm -hmm. As far as like the energy and the aura that you give off. Like if I can get in the room with people, I can get them in my my energy, you know? Right, right. So, um... When I couldn't do that, they were like, okay, this is like the next best option here. It's like starting a podcast and that'll at least get my, my voice out and my, my face and vision and all that stuff. And um, it's worked out well. Now, the other side of that, though, is I have committed to it. Like I, my first producer, um, whose name I'm forgetting, which is messed up because he was a good dude. He <laughs> got on my, he got on my ass one time because I canceled and I was like, I can't do it this month. He's like, listen, dude. He's like, if you're going to do this, we need to do two a month. Like, you know, you, you, you can be good at this, but like, you got to commit. And um, I was like, all right, yeah, I will. So like, I'm very dedicated to getting two out a month, which mm-hmm. is good. Perfect amount. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to, I want to like take it up a match. I have no idea how many people listen. I've never asked. I've never inquired. You um, should. I know, but then, <laughs> like, we sh- I should because it would allow me to, um, it would allow me to, like, like measure it more. That's right. You know, <laughs> like, I see, like, the YouTube numbers, and they're, they're, they're nothing great, but it's more so from, like, a marketing perspective. Like, it's a great way to get the advanced group name out there and my name out there. There's no other moving podcast but what in I the felt, world. I know, but what I felt about this podcast is that you're really bringing a value to mm-hmm. your audience. It's not only... M- about right. marketing and about your company, but also you are bringing guests that, that bring value to the audience otherwise. And I want to go again into the, the change. Uh, and I want to ask you a question like, how <laughs> I'm going to put you You're on the You're hosting spot. this episode. 
<laughs> I'm gonna put you on no, the spot. Please, please, please. Here now. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, um, how often you make changes in your life? So you see how, how during pandemic, um, lots of people had time to sit back, sit down, and and think. Because usually, right, we people yeah. are not able to think as they get into all these uh, life routines, and, and um, so I'm constantly evolving, like constantly. I mean, not every day, but like I am, uh, I'm my hardest critic, critic by far. Uh, you know, I am always trying to expand in some way, in facet. Like we were talking about it the other day. Like I'm gonna, I want to start doing stand up mm -hmm. um, because I like to entertain. And like, I want to just do something new and like something scary, same way this podcasting was. Right. Like it was unknown. But, but uh, can I, sorry for interruption. Go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, um, why do you want to change? I'll tell you why. Because, do you know why? Well, because like I have, I have limited, I have limitless potential. Like, and I know this. And <laughs> that like, is not to sound like cocky, uh, but like I know I can do whatever I want. Right. Like, but in the sense of, what you know yeah it's yeah it's not only you i want to express this and and, and um, communicate this to your audience as well is because when you make a change you grow right right why do you want to make a change because you grow right because uh, you're a spiritual being and if you don't and spirit spirit is always for uh, extension and, and fuller expression of yourself and growth so if you don't do this if you don't grow if you don't express yourself you are dying, right. but you are dying inside. And uh, we were talking about this uh, in the car coming in here. So your spirit then, then screams at you, right? Right. And how is this expressed? It, it is expressed in your um, mental health, in your physical health, uh, in your uh, energy level, right? You don't feel good. You're, feel, you're feeling tired and you feel anxieties, you know. Um, and that's why you are either, because everything in the world is moving, right? Can, nothing can stay still. Everything is moving. So you either going forward or you're going backward, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, change is very important. It is, but it's also important to, when you're making change, I find that it does come with a plan and like. We were talking about this when uh, in part one. You need to have a destination. That's right, right, exactly. And, and, and again, yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, you know, those steps and the habits are going to change. And it needs but, to be deliberate too. Like, you right, know, you need but, to write it out as far as that, uh, that destination goes. But think about it. Like when you get into the car, you're not right. getting into the car without destination. Right. 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 Like somebody asks you where you're going and you say, yeah, I'm going west. And then you go west you, and then where like west. And then you can still go west and then what right so so that's that's why it's important to have destination and and i want to and i want to tie this back to 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 your to your coaching you got to make sure you're the one driving the car too you know like do you often right. see especially that's in right. like maybe the corporate world and like mm -hmm. you know if you're if you're training a high level executive and stuff like that mm -hmm. like you know they may necessarily they may be moving forward but they're getting off their path, if you will. That you is know, true. Do you see that? I have lots of experience seeing business owners and um, executives that they don't have a vision right. for their companies. They are more reactive. Like what circumstance, what today brings me, what tomorrow brings me, right? What That's how they, they just, they're reactive in reactive mode, not proactive. But, but uh, what we do is we help them clarify Identify that, okay, what is your vision? Where you are taking this company? Where do you want to take 
to take it in the next five years, right? And this is what gives also purpose, what motivates um, employees as well, their teams as well. This is what we see. It's so powerful to see um, because uh, executives, they say, uh, I have a team. No, you have people. It's like, how do you manage your people and how do you uh, make them uh, as a team, to work right. as a team? As Many of them, they work in silos, right? right? So when you don't have that vision, you know, everybody goes their own directions and, you know, they're not motivated. Every day is the same, right? So right. so this is very, very uh, powerful. Um, and this is what we do as well. How do you do. keep... Uh, you know, y your clients, or do you call them clients, or like, yeah, yeah. Right, right? Yes. yeah, clients. Um, how do you keep them focused on those long-term goals? Because you mentioned it yourself, they get mm -hmm. so tied up in the day-to-day -day and, and things like that, you know, and, and before you know it, it's six months have passed and you haven't done anything to move the uh, agenda forward towards those goals. So how do you help them, you know, through overcome that 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 part of uh owning a business and, and stuff like that uh, i'll tell you one example like there is a uh, author called uh, stella stella adler and her book act of um acting so when you think about actors they have different <laughs> roles in different movies right so what we do with our clients is we make them become that type of the leaders that they want to become. Right now, today, uh, we, we don't let them wait for six months or a year to pass. Step by step, okay, what you can do today and what you, what you can do today, what is one step that you can do to today to take you to um, closer to your goal? Then we have A goals, B goals, and C goals. Right. A goals already what you know. A goals are goals that you already know how to do them. It's very easy, right? And there is no motivation there. They're very mechanical, very um, easy to achieve right. because you're already... Transactionary, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there are B goals that you think you know how to do them and achieve them, but you're not really sure. You know, let's say 50% how to do it, but then you need some more information or more partnerships to achieve them. So, you know... And then there are C-type goals. These are, we call them worthy goals, right? That Northern Star, where you're taking your organization. And in order to get there, you need to start first with A goals, B goals, and then to get to the C goals, right? And, and you asked me how, how we um, get them stay on track. And again, by becoming that leader that you want to become, by changing their habits, uh, uh, by um, acting the way that that new leader will act in certain situation by not reacting uh, in uh, you know with colleagues and even though what we do it's not only you know for their organization and, and when leader changes he changes for their family too because there are lots of we see lots of patterns for instance we we do uh, work with one of the biggest, real estate companies in the world um, and uh, we coach uh, their president and their teams. I'm not going to say the name because of the confidentiality. Yeah, we don't, but we don't, we don't, we don't right. name drop. Yeah, <laughs> good. So um, we saw how he reacts with his sons and, and you know, with his family. The, that's same 
reactions he brings into the uh, professional world, the same way he reacts with his colleagues, clients, you know, he can burst and be aggressive in a second, you know. So, right. so that's <laughs> that is all very interesting that you are not aware of. Yeah. Right. Right. So what we do, we help them realize these things because let's say these behaviors doesn't help you grow, doesn't help you become the leader that everybody wants to follow, doesn't help you uh, uh, lead your team to that destination right. where you want to go. It sets up barriers. Exactly. Sets up barriers. Yeah. So as far as these A, B, and C goals, you know, I'm trying to think of it in my own world. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, like an A goal is um, like, you know, let's say like, closing five jobs a week, you know, or something like that. Like I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I do it every day pretty much. That is right. And, you know, that's a goal that I know I can attain by just doing my job efficiently. Mm -hmm. A B goal may be like uh, taking the podcast to the next level, like in some sense mm -hmm. where, you know, like, okay, I know what go. I'm doing, but I need to get some new partnerships and like, you know, figure there needs to be a little more help here. That's right. And then, like, you know, a C goal would be, like, um, creating my own software. And, like, you know, that's something, like, so right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so I get it. Yeah, um, that's perfect again, example. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, it's, it's in my head. I see it. I envision it. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, you got to do, there's a lot that's going to go into that in order for, you know, it to be manifested into something real. Mm -hmm. um, so that makes sense. Um, and that And that's really cool. And... That's another interesting uh, part of training and coaching that you just brought up is the things that we don't see, you know, mm -hmm. and so often people act certain ways or do certain things and they don't realize they're even doing it, you know, and it's, um, it's uh, not to say ignorant, it's their own ignorance, but it is in some sense that like the way that they talk to people or approach people earth or the things that they say to people, like I do it myself. Like I say things and I don't get offended by much. And it's not that I'm, I'm offensive, but like I will say things mm -hmm. and mostly in personal life, not okay. professionally, <laughs> like, you know, but like I'll say things to people and like, you know, they're just like, uh, they, they don't perceive it in a way that I think they would. Because it's not that it's offensive to them, but it's... Um, they take it personally. Yeah, or something. Exactly, right. Mm -hmm. Like, they take that it... That is like, a big yeah, exactly. uh, issue. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, when you just say something and, like... Mm -hmm. And, again, like, it, everything bounces. Or even when you were telling me as far as, you know, just giving feedback. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all... I receive it all. Like, I don't get yeah. offended or I don't put up a, a wall with that. But so often or not, you do. You were not see thinking that. what she's what she's telling me, right? Like, exactly. What, she what, do, you, what do you know about podcasting? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no, none of that. None of that. But it's interesting though. And how do you present that to clients, and especially to like you know C level executives and and high level VPs and people? They're a little. Uh, they're tough to coach sometimes. You know, a lot of times they, they are, think they yeah. they think they got it figured out. Oh yeah. So how do you approach that? They're very successful and they're big egos there. They are, yeah. Yeah. Um, so once when you know who you really are, um, when they go through coaching with us, as I said, we have different tools and different exercises and lessons. So when they go through that, you realize, as you mentioned, you don't have to take things personally because that doesn't have to do anything with, with you 
right? But with the person that told you whatever they told you, right? So think about this. You see, we now we are three people in the room here, right? Or wherever you live, even though you're with your friends, you're all sitting and chit-chatting. But everyone lives in their own world. Exactly. In your mind, perception. in their mind, exactly. Everyone has different perception. And as, as well, you align your, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, which is attitude. So just, um, I want to express here that your body just the instrument of your mind right. and of your emotions. Um, so it takes a little bit of time with these people, especially this caliber of, of leaders, to uh, go within. First within, because everything is created twice. First in your mind, and then comes in a physical world. Everything what we see here was someone else's idea, right? So... Um, as I said, there, there are lots of practices and lots of um, different coachings. But what we do is that by asking questions and, and getting them to get into this aha moment, right. that's a shift right there, right, right that moment. Right, the aha moment. And right. you catch yourself. And that's part of changing habits. See, right. I used to do the same thing. When I was, I was talking about it in the last episode, you know, when I was going through my stuff, mm -hmm. I would catch myself like, mm -hmm. and I still do it now, like, you know. But that is when you're aware. Right. But when you're not aware, right. you're behaving like right. zombie or an autopilot, right? By your programming, as we were mentioning in the first episode, right? As your subconscious is driving you basically most of the day, you don't think. So when you become aware, uh, that's, that's our, uh, that's awakening, as right. I said. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Being aware of yourself, of your behaviors. Yeah, self-awareness. Those are the two mm -hmm. things I always credit. The, the, the reasons why I was able to make the biggest changes is because first I became self-aware, and that's what I was talking about before as far mm -hmm. as me being my biggest critic. Like, I mean, I know myself, so therefore I know my faults and I know, you know, my pros. And, I mean, I'm vicious to myself sometimes, but I like it that way. Um, and then I became empathetic, and that was the second part of, like, growth. And I understand that, you know, like you just said, everybody goes through life on a different path and a different understanding, uh, you know, with different mindsets. Mm -hmm. And I accept that about people. And that was actually going to be my next question mm -hmm. is what, it, what is like the biggest challenge you see? Because you, you said first, people need to want to make a change to their mindset in mm -hmm. order to start. Mm -hmm. But once they're in the program, you know, what is the biggest challenge that you've e either faced as a coach or you, you continually see with people that they, that they have to overcome in order to get to that next step? I'll tell you one biggest thing is, even though in America, is that um, people and whomever, leaders and, and organizations, teams, they don't follow uh, up on their goals they fail to achieve their goals, like 70% of it. And that is all reason because there is a knowing doing gap. Which a non-doing? Knowing doing gap. What does that mean? Knowing, you know what you need to do and it's in your conscious mind, but you are not doing it. Why? And this is where we are really big at it. We, we, that's our specialty. So we, we close that gap, knowing and doing gap. For instance, you want to 
let's say, release weight. There are so many right. people who struggle with that, right? You want to release weight, you know you should not eat that cake, and then you see it, and then you take it right away, and like, oh, why did I do it? Like, you know, wh- why? Because you're programmed to do it. Your your body, like, as we said, like, your subconscious mind is driving you. It's right. just in a habit. Yeah. That's well, it's addictive habit. too. I mean, I mean, we're talking no, cake. But yeah, yeah, but but it is a habit, right? So this is the biggest, um, I would say, challenge with everyone that I work with to kind of change their habits and um, create new habits that will take them where they want to go. Yeah, right? you, you because many people they start um, new habit for a week or two or three weeks and they just, you know, derail from that. They just like fail um and that's when we come into play i would say we are very strong on on accountability and um keeping you on track yeah that, that's what i was talking about before i'm reading but, At- At- atomic mm-hmm. habits go mm-hmm. ahead oh yeah i know i know that book yeah so i just i just wanted to say it's also uh easier when you're surrounded with like-minded people for instance right, right like with, with a coach with a group of people your team members who are doing the same and then we come on the call and then you share your challenges and and then you want to be better you want to move forward you want to change right right and it's easier than than when you do it on your own it's ah i'm not gonna do this today i'm gonna do it tomorrow right because you don't have that support system well that's the biggest thing about coaching that changed my opinion of it like i remember when i first got down here and again i was young i was like 23 years old um, I would see these business coaches and not to say I thought it was a racket, but like I thought it was, I didn't really get it. I didn't buy it. Like I didn't, I didn't see why somebody would need that. But as I've gotten older, I see how important it is because like you said, mm-hmm. it's somebody, whether you're doing it in a group setting or individually, it's somebody to help you achieve those knowing goals. That's what you said they were, right? Yeah. Yeah. A goals are knowing goals. A goals are knowing goals, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's why. And like with me, it's like uh, it's everybody too. You said like seventy percent of people, um, but like going to the gym, for example. You no, know, I said ninety-seven percent. Oh, you mean seventy percent of people are not achieving their goals? Right, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, it's like going to the gym. Like I go like three times a week, pretty consistently. But I'm trying to go like four or five times a week, mm-hmm. and what it usually is is I don't get my ass up in the morning mm-hmm. and, um, or I do and I lollygag around until it's time to go to work and, um, or we have an IDB pros event. We didn't even talk about ID pros yeah. on this. We should, <laughs> we should, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I go but to like, an event and then I go out and I stay out late and then the next day I'm sluggish and then I don't go to, yeah, I don't go to the gym the next day and it, and it compounds but on the itself. Why, so, so you see, you see how mind works. Right. So you wake up in the morning and you, you say to yourself, I'm so tired. Right. Oh, I cannot. Right. So if you shift that mindset and say, I'm tired now, but I can do this. Well, Let's do it. Come on. And then you, you know. Well, through you, Atomic Habits, it's helped me. So what Atomic Habits has mm-hmm. taught me is to be like deliberate with your goal setting in the sense of you, A, write it down. So it's called uh, habit stacking, um, where like you write down everything you're going to do throughout the day. And right. it's like, you know, you, you wake list. up, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing I do when I wake up now is I go to the do bathroom, it. I beeline it to the bathroom, and I splash water on my face, cold water. And if I do that, then I'm awake. And I'm I'm awake. Like I'm not 
like sluggish, like I'm up. And like that helps me immensely. Mm-hmm. And like now it's just a habit of doing it all the time and like really creating the habit. But if I can do that, it sets my, it shocks my nervous system and it gets me up. But you see repetition when you do it over and over again, the same thing, it's becoming, it's becoming your new norm. Right. Right. So you adopt that habit. And as, as I mentioned, Stella Adler and for the actors, right, they always get into a new role and they need to be in the shoes of that new person. So who is you, Jack, in, in, in two years that you want to be? Like, who is that new Jack? Who, right? right. Where do you want to be? And then what will be your... Um, what skills you want to have? What will be your attitude? What be, so, right? So y- becoming that person right. right now, not waiting, you know, for two years. You have to tell years. yourself you are that person right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's have part that of the attitude. Mindset. Right. 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 Yeah. We got to talk about IDB Pro. So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that. Gary's going to kill us. <laughs> We've been talking for an hour. We didn't even bring it up. So to our listeners, the reason why I know Millie is because we are part of a non-for-profit organization called International Business Development Professionals. And it's a very interesting group because it's within our world in terms of business development. But what we are trying to do and aim to do is bring some level of certification and education and collaboration within the business development world to offer avenues for either people within the industry or people looking to get in the industry to succeed as best as possible. Would you say that's an accurate description? I would say it is, but I will say something else also about business development is that every business owner, every uh, also salesperson, it's a business developer by by trade, naturally comes, becomes right. And lots of people don't know how to build meaningful relationships they don't really know um why is that important so this is the only organization in the world that um kind of brings this community together and and give them education and uh different trainings and and uh, value to to the members yeah and um and that's why i really like it because like you said it is the only organization in the world like mm-hmm. this right now And that's the thing about business development is like, it's so, I mean, it's actually pretty literal, but it's vague in the sense of like how you get good at it. You know, like Mm -hmm. what is, how do you become a good business developer? developer? And Mm -hmm. it is largely through relationships, but that's right. You know, I I, I often think about something. um, Reputations take years to build and- yeah, yeah I know. you know, two minutes to, to, to crumble. Crumble, yeah. So, um, you know, I think there's a, a level of that in business development that needs to, uh, people need to be aware of too. But as far as the organization as a whole, Millie is in charge of, of membership and in, in, in bringing on new members and maintaining members. And then I handle the programs committee and all of the programs that we throw, whether it's uh, educational events or uh, raising money for charities, golf events, you know, networking events. Um, and and we work together to grow the organization, you know, what is the thing you're probably most excited for as far as the organization as a whole? I'm just excited that this organization exists because in general, and also I'm excited of helping people learn how to do business development because you got to love people. Mm -hmm. You got to love people and shift your mindset into um, become giving. 
right? Because as we talk about it, it's universal law, cause of uh, cause and effect. Mm-hmm. What you give out, that's what you're gonna get. And there are many people who are just receivers. Right. So what this organization teaches everyone is how to become first be- better people, mm-hmm. right? And then how to build meaningful relationships. That's so like I'm all into that. Like uh, the network um, that you have. Uh, that I have, that everyone or everyone has, will help you grow not only personally but also professionally. Like you can, you know, helping these people, you receive help as well. Right. Either for a new job, either for um, getting new clients, moving to another city, like whatever exactly. you want in your life, you want to. Have and I experienced this uh, through these years. I mean, again, uh, from the first uh, show, you know that I'm a new newbie in the country. I'm an immigrant, but then I found uh, so many my friends, Americans, who live here forever and uh, they have finished. Uh, they're educated here and all that, right? They grew up here and they still call me to help them find the job. Um, and having such an organization. Uh, it's so, so important for, for people to see the value of building meaningful relationships. And that's all what business development is, right? And um, it's, it's, I, I learned this from my um, mentor, Bob Proctor. He always says, he said he died. <laughs> so so um, he said, uh, when you get in touch with people, you want to see on their forehead, actually it's, on everyone's forehead written, make me feel important. Mm. So it's like, make me feel yeah. important, right. right? So what is it that you can give to every person that you meet today, how you can make them feel better than you found them off, right? Right. In mm. general, in, in for you to receive back. But you don't have to receive from the same person. Like if I yeah, help you, Jack, I don't, I don't expect to, to, you know, right. for you to give me this, uh, to help me something, but that help will come from, somewhere else exactly and that is that is also very connected with mindset and perception how you live your life how you look at the relationships that you have um in any type of relationships personal families you know at work and everywhere right so it's really really i I'll, that's why i'm so passionate about this uh, organization and business development yeah no i agree with you and i think we are givers exactly right right well yeah. we are um but i think people mostly in business development are too. It does, it's... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Developers are givers. Right, right. Um, and it's the the group of people, you know, in the group already are, are, are already, you know, I think a, a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just impressive group of people. But as far as what we can do, you know, in terms of that network aspect, I, I think from a young person's standpoint, like giving them the resources to succeed early in business development, I think is going to be really, really good. And again, that comes through networking, mm-hmm. but also like teaching at an early stage, because what hap- right. what happens in business development often is you do have a certain personality trait, you know, like the majority of people are type A, outgoing, um, go-getters, you know, very motivated often enough. And 
there's no direction though. Like it's like just go out and figure it out and you know network a lot mm-hmm. and meet a lot of people. It's what I did when I came here. Same thing you did the probably. Same, right. Yeah, the same thing. Right. Like I just would go to networking events. Thrown and in like, the fire. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Which you know and you is learn fi- it on your own. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine in some sense. Like you know, it's 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 the best way to learn is to do. But it's also your entrepreneurial. Right. right? But so like you create like. Yeah. And like also that's the thing is like, you know, putting together a business plan and having like A, B and C goals yeah, like you exactly. talk about. Exactly. Have the right mindset. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And just the right, you know, like approach. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. what it often is, is like, you know, how do you ask somebody for business when the time comes? You know, like how do you actually because mm-hmm. you know, you can you can meet all the people in the world, but you know, how do you how do you help them and, and get them to help you? And, you know, the, the small things that go a long way. Um, you yeah. know, I think if we can create avenues for that, and then not only that, you know, like young people in business, but also maybe less fortunate people who, again, don't have the relationships necessary, but have the skills to do well in business development and just need a little mentoring or coaching or things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that could be really cool, too. There's a lot of organizations out there that help um less fortunate people, you know, from whatever, uh, backgrounds, um, get back into the workforce. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if IDB pros can be a, you know, collaborate with those organizations and create avenues for them, if they're interested in getting into business development and understanding what business development is. is. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I Mm -hmm. think there's, there's a lot of potential for that. And again, in various cities and markets, you know, and, Mm -hmm. Um, as we continue to grow, we had our board meeting yesterday or two days ago and, uh, you know, we're expanding into other cities, which is great. Mm. You already have Boston chapter. Right. And I heard somebody starting Florida soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Beginning of next year. Right. Yeah. Miami. Right. Here so that's come. great. Miami, that's great. <laughs> and like, it'll be great. And the fact that like, I'm glad I could get into the ground floor of it and, um, be a part of it all. And but uh, for all your audience that is listening now, we want to invite them oh yeah, to join come. our events. And yeah. yeah, we have events for members and non-members, but uh, we have more for members. So you need to, yeah, for the bigger, to get a bigger value, you want to right. become a member. But Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, again, a lesson in business development. It's hard to go halfway in on stuff. Like if you're going to get involved in something, you really got to do it. Because if not, you know, you're not going to get the full impact of it. So yeah, and again, it's it's a chance, especially especially for young people, you know. And I say I'm still young enough, <laughs> um, you know. In that in that 25 to 35 range, uh, it's a real good opportunity for people in that range to kind of make an impact and yeah. and build the future mm-hmm. that we're looking for mm-hmm. in that sense. So, yeah. With that being said, uh, moving Lovely. into the future, yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's been a great conversation. This has been really really fun. Um, probably one of my favorite episodes. You know, I don't think I've ever talked this long with somebody on the podcast before. <laughs> can um, I just can I just address something? You, yeah, I think go you ahead. asked me. Sorry for interruption. No, go. I think you asked me. So, what is the difference between coaching that I do and that other um, yeah. coaches uh, do? Right. Um, so with uh, so other, I'll I'll talk about what we do, but. Yeah, um, we don't treat effect of the cause, which, you know, there's a cause and effect, right? Right. Like why you are, let's say, you have some uh, health issues, right? Your thoughts can make you 
Seacore can make you, um, can cure, cure you, right? right. Um, also food that you're taking, that's emotional um, disorder. There are lots of people that do that. So what do we do? We don't treat effect. We don't treat the, when you, you know, gain weight and we kind of try to cure you. No, we go the cause. Exactly. So we attack the cause, which is within you, right? Which is your mindset. Unlike other coaching um, programs that they work and, and treat only the effect of the cause. So when you treat the cause of the effect, you really go deep and it's a permanent change. Right. It's not a temporary change. Right. And that's yeah. really, again, that's how you make the changes. And it's about, it's the aha moments. And like exactly. knowing, like, mm-hmm. you know, for, if we're using the, the weight analogy, okay, I know this is what I have to do. And you have to write it out and you have to have that plan you know, mm-hmm. of what I'm going to eat, what are the healthy foods, and then when I'm tempted by cookies or ice cream or whatever it may be, um, we all do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just have to stop yourself because... Exactly. See, and see, you, that's the funny mm-hmm. part about decision-making mm-hmm. is there is a moment where you have that chance to walk <laughs> the path and you're either going to make the right decision or the wrong decision. My mother used to tell me, Jack... When you're going to make the wrong decision, just think of me on your shoulder saying, no, don't do that. Oh, that's um, so nice. Yeah, it doesn't work, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, anyways, um, but with that being I said. I hope she's not listening. No, nah, she does. She does. And she knows, too. Believe me. Um, so, so um, with that decision making is you just got to get by that. You got to get by that one moment of temptation. And if you can get by that, you've just won. You won that battle. And the mm-hmm. next battle, it's going to come soon. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know how soon it's going to come. But you won that one. And that's a step in the right direction. That's and um, it's, it's hard. It really is. It's not. Because it's a, it's a let, let me tell you this. It's a um, numbers game. Like your subconscious is 95%. Of you, right? Right, you're programmed like you. You're like a uh, your mind is like a software, right? Exactly. Just, just people don't update the software. Like you update your phone, but you don't really update your mind, or they don't acknowledge it. Oh, they don't exactly yeah. <laughs> they don't acknowledge it. Yeah. So, so uh, your conscious it's only five percent, right? And through your conscious, you're getting all informations and thoughts and and everything through these five senses, right? So it's so big. Ninety five percent is driving you. And you need to change that with 5%. Right. So you really need to be very consistent, very dedicated, (laughs) very committed to do this, right? But also when you, uh, let's say, when when you fail one day and, you know, you you eat that cake or whatever, important important thing to to get back on the track. Right. It's okay. I did it. That's fine. Okay, let's do it again. Exactly. Right. So, um, exactly. That is know. an important thing is that, you know, you can't let the the bad decisions get you down. They, you know, mm-hmm. one bad decision isn't going to make or break you. Neither is one good decision. Mm-hmm. It is a consistency of habit that you, you know, create through good decisions or bad decisions. And, you know, you have to have the consciousness to know what you're doing when you do it mm-hmm. even if it is subconscious acts um it's fascinating the human brain and, and us in general is just it's we're fascinating creatures um we are and very you, powerful it is it, it mm-hmm. is exactly exactly <laughs> and i said it before as far as that limit limitless potential and you know everybody 
needs to understand that they yeah have that you know you really can do anything you want but it just has to come with uh you know some some mindset coaching that is right <laughs> yes <laughs> all right Millie, this has been really great though anything else you want to talk about or you know <laughs> no, i can talk about uh, it no like, really I'm very passionate about you it, said so it we were talking about it on the way here as oh far God, as joe rogan so talking for three hours right. we could go another hour if we wanted <laughs> Um, but not really. It's been great. Um, it has been a lot of fun and we'll definitely do this again soon. I'm yes. glad we can make it happen. Thank you for coming out here today. Thank you for having me again. Y- yeah. Thank, yeah. I, I just uh, wish uh, all of you who are listening this or watching this to really, really take time a little bit to think um, what do you want, not what you need and what you're told. And don't live someone else's lives. You know, don't live someone else's dreams, but become a director of your own movie be a star that's right yeah don't play a supporting role that's right life is too short can we tell that story tell the story quick we'll end it on that (laughs) okay so so millie works with a a, a, what is it coach (laughs) yes it's so um her role was end of life doula right end of life doula i had never heard of it before have you ever heard of that yeah. So this woman, this she was a woman, right? Yes. Yeah. She, she was an end of life doula. And I'm going to tell it and you can pick it up. So she essentially works with uh, people who are coming to the end of their life, prepare for the next step, um, which is, you know, as we put it, death. And, uh, you know, the, the spiritual significance of that moment um she essentially helps coach them through it in some sense and she also works with the families Mm -hmm. of these people Mm -hmm. so that they can prepare for it as well very interesting job also very morbid she said she's well and this is the sad part is she finds that 97 Mm percent of people die with regret and and they and they have regrets when they're when they're when they're preparing for the next step they have regrets of the lives that they led. 97% of people. Mm-hmm. And that's incredibly sad. And it's, it um, you know, and, you know, maybe I guess some people just can't help it to think of the unknown. You know, not necessarily it's a regret all the time, but, you know, the things we could have done and that we don't. Exactly. And yeah, it's a real shame. <laughs> Harry Truman said, life is iffy. And why is life iffy? Because, you know, if this happened, I'll do this. You know, if my kids or when my kids go to school, I'll do that. If uh, if I earn money, enough money, I'll open my own company. If, if you know, that's why life is always iffy. But then at the end, uh, in the end of your life, you know, you regret it because life is too short. You never know how much time you have left. That's it. Sadly, yeah. Don't, don't die with music within you. That's, uh, you know. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah carpe diem. <laughs> so yeah, very important. You know, do do what you feel is your purpose in life. You know, and if it's a little, it all it takes is a little, little twinkle. Just take one. Just make one change. Right. Maybe you can cut your hair and makes you happier, right? Maybe you can cut the sugar. Maybe you can. Whatever, try writing yeah, or yeah, like exactly. whatever makes you happy. Learn a language, yeah. learn a learn an instrument, you know, something. Don't something wait. to give you a good challenge, right? Don't wait. Because mm-hmm. before you know it, you got the doula yeah. coming and it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But thank you, everybody. This this was a ton of fun. And I hope you guys Lots enjoyed it as much as uh, we did. 
So take care, Millie. We'll talk again soon to all our <laughs> Thanks listeners. Thanks for you. tuning in, and we'll, 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 we'll talk again soon.